what is up what is up everybody welcome back welcome back to the show um yeah i know we've been taking frequent breaks but we're back we're going to be more consistent with everything and everything's going to be back on track um i'll go into detail uh here shortly as to why i decided to take a break uh another break this isn't the first one we've taken uh you know and just explain everything what i've been going through what i'm up to um, I actually wrote some talking points down because uh, I didn't think I could do a solo episode. Uh, but after doing it, this is like my third take doing one or like my thir- third recording. Rather, I've done two others that are like an hour long. It's really not that bad. You know what I'm saying? I was actually motivated and inspired by my buddy uh, Cade. Uh, if you know Cade, then you already know what it is. But if not, be sure to go follow him at uh, Fuller's House Podcast. You can find it everywhere you find my podcast. So, um, yeah, go check my boy out. That's that's my dog. But uh, anyhow, man, like, uh, yeah, we just decided to take a break. And I decided to take a break from social media. It was more along the lines of like a social media fast. Uh, I decided to fast. Uh, it wasn't because of anything I watched or anything like that. I decided to just uh, take a break from uh, everything online. I feel like a lot of times we're, um, influenced by other people's posts or maybe friends, family, uh, maybe a celeb, you know, celebrities, uh, it influences us to buy certain shit, to act a certain way, uh, to go about doing things. Uh, so I just decided to basically hit the reset button. I've always been my own person. Anyone that knows me will tell you that I've always been super different um, back in way back in school, man, I was, you know, to some people I was considered like the, the weird dude, but to a lot of people I was considered like the cool dude. Cause I was always taking risks and doing different shit. So, uh, yeah, just, just really decided to, uh, just hit the reset button. Cause you know, as you grow with age, you, um, you're so busy during the day and just throughout life, you decide, you, you start to pick up on certain trends and fads. It's easier just to steer that way as opposed to uh, starting your own, you know what I'm saying? So, and honestly, I felt like I was just spending way too much time on social media. Uh, I, th- I felt like it was really just time for me to uh, put my phone away. Um, so what I did was uh, I deleted all social media apps, your Facebooks, Instagrams, Twitter, uh, all everything. You know, the only thing I had on my phone, I did have Clubhouse. I had Clubhouse on my phone for motivational stuff. Um, and I had like audible stuff that could motivate me. You know what I'm saying? I was really big into YouTube during this time period, uh, watching, uh, like Dean Graziosi or like, uh, Mr. Robbins, Tony Robbins, uh, Gary V, Alex Becker, uh, just watching these guys, listening to these guys, uh, guys' advice, um, and just learning and taking and pulling and pulling from picking and pulling from them. Uh, one of my biggest uh, influencers or role models is Damon John, for sure. You know, he's another uh, black individual, uh, entrepreneur. You know, color doesn't really matter, but he's one of those guys that is really doing a lot for uh, for the black community. You know what I'm saying? He uh, he started FUBU. You know, he's a multimillionaire entrepreneur. He's on the show Shark Tank. I really look up to that guy. So shouts to him. But anyhow, man, yeah, I just decided to... Um, take a break so during this time uh during i called it my mental fast i get up every morning i try to at least go walk a mile per day i'm like hella out of shape 
So I try to get in the gym and it, or not the gym, the track rather, and just go walk a mile. Some days we pushed it to two. After certain weeks, I pushed it to three miles a day. Uh, you know, then eventually I'd run, run a mile, jog two miles, uh, things like that. So I started doing that. I started meal prepping. Uh, you know, my lovely girlfriend would, uh, she placed like online orders for me to go pick up all my groceries at uh, Walmart. I pick up all my groceries at Walmart and, um, you know, I just take everything, cook everything and meal prep it. You know, so it was more convenient. It was cheaper than eating out every day and it was healthier. So it helped me out, you know, in the long run. But what I learned um, just about this experiment that I was doing is it's not social media that we're addicted to. We're actually just addicted to our phones uh, because, you know, I, I rely, we all rely on our phones, uh, emails, text messages, calls, uh, the phone. I've watched people. I've been in stores overheard conversations. I've watched people overlook their watch on their wrist and go straight to their phone to check the time, you know? So it makes you wonder, like, we were, why do we rely on these things that much? Like, what happens when we don't have these things? So uh, I think now, honestly, now is like the best time to live. It's a gift and a curse. And I say that because like we have access to literally anything. You could start a business with a hundred bucks, but in the same token, uh, we can't live without technology. You know, I catch myself at red lights. Um, I can be at a red light for two minutes and I'm freaking the fuck out because the light's been red too long, you know? And it's only that way because I'm so used to this high-speed internet giving me instant gratification no matter what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll post something, get a like. Uh, I'll refresh the feed, I'll see new shit within a matter of seconds. Um, I mean, think about it this way. We're, we're getting used to uh, one of the reasons I was probably one of the cool kids in school is because I always knew the newest music first. I was one of those kids that was always up to date and up to speed on music before anybody. This is back when LimeWire and BearShare was a thing. You know, nowadays we're all hearing that shit at the same time, like the exact same time. When somebody drops something, everybody has access to it. You know what I'm saying? So um, and that that's the biggest thing in today's world. Like we have access to legit legitimately everything uh there's more like producers than uh consumers you know what i'm saying like everyone makes clothes everyone's a photographer everyone's a model everyone's an entrepreneur everyone's a rapper everyone's a singer uh it's not a bad thing i mean if you want if you're all for that like if that's what you want to do then run with that shit but if it's not for everybody you know what i'm saying like i knew back in like 10th grade that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I watched my parents come up and uh, the place where I grew up was a small area. Um, everybody, all my friends' parents, you know, they had great jobs, contractors. They worked in uh, plants like oil, the oil field and whatnot. So they had great jobs, you know, and I'm not knocking that. But I watched my parents. My dad was a barber. My mom was an interior designer. But they had side hustles. You know, they had a barber shop. They had a cell phone shop. Uh, they had a like a place where you could buy clothing and bags, purses, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, you know, I watched them have multiple streams of income and I knew at a very young age, that's where I want, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to get with, you know, my brother, which is like my best friend, uh, and today, today, uh, you know what I'm saying? And my sister as well. And we start businesses like 
you know, my brother and I, we love cars. So we want to start like a, a little car lot, uh, have a focal point maybe on certain things that people do to their cars. You know, with my sister, she has her business. So we've always had that entrepreneurial like spirit or gene in us, you know, we just had to tap into it. Um, but yeah, man, it's not honestly, my brother brought that to my attention. It's not for everybody. You know, you can't I can preach, you know, about doing what you love all day. But being an entrepreneur and trying to start a business isn't for everybody because a lot of people fail. Um, but you have to remember, you only fail when you give up. I, you know, I, I would have failed years ago if I would have given up. Uh, there's been times when I had, you know, me and my brother, you know, we've, we've had close to $10,000 cash in front of us, you know, and there's been times when I had 10 cents in front of me. So, uh, you know, but the days I had 10 cents or the days I couldn't even afford a dollar cheeseburger, I kept pushing, you know what I'm saying? Like packing noodles is a couple cents. You know, you make, you make something happen. You have to just keep going and keep grinding. But anyway, you know, I'm uh, getting a little bit off track. Uh, yeah, so I decided to take that fast just to uh, get eliminate all the distractions. I felt like I was being really distracted by a lot of things. Um, and like I said, you know, it wasn't necessarily after this experiment, I learned it wasn't necessarily social media I was addicted to. It was my phone. Um, but, you know, coming out of it, you know, in retrospect, I know what I need to do now. I know what I should have been doing. Um, and I know, you know that just this little experiment has helped me a lot because, you know, you social media should be used for, and I've had multiple people, multiple uh, friends of mine, you know, that are entrepreneurs as well, um, that are well off. Uh, you should use it, yeah, to like share your life and highlights of your life, stuff like that, but use it to, to make, you know, to, to obtain more business. Like you need to use social media to promote whatever you're trying to sell or whatever service you offer to the world. I think that's what it's, it's the best form of advertising. It's damn near free, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, just use it to uh, to really generate more income for your life and for your family, you know? So yeah, man, um, yeah, that's what we've been, been that's what I've been doing. Uh, just trying to take a break from that. I'm actually done with the little fast. I did 30 days, I actually did, 23 days um and the reason i did 23 is because i feel like everyone does uh, like a 30-day challenge but that's another social media thing a 30-day challenge 60-day challenge like who's to say how long like i need to take a, a break from social media you know so i did 23 days after the 23rd day um you know i decided look man I, it's been long enough like i know what's what's up seven more days isn't going to change how I feel about all these apps and it's not going to change my pr productivity, you know, or uh, counter of me being counterproductive. Like I, I know what I need to do. So after 23 days, I decided to get back on the apps and, uh, you know, initially getting back on, it's, it's almost like I forgot <laughs> how to post because I get on for a few minutes, then jump off. Like I wasn't even that interested in it because, you know, it's been almost 30 days. Um, for some people, you know, it's a, arguably, it, they say it takes 30 days to break a habit. Some people say 60, whatever. But uh, I feel like for me, it took 23 days because I get on, but I, I won't even stay on it longer than five, 10 minutes. If I am long on it longer than that, it's because I'm posting something that I'm selling 
or I'm promoting a service that I offer. Uh, it's never just for fun anymore. You know, I feel like there's other ways I could go about having fun. I could go outside. I could go to the park. Um, people watch. There's so much shit you can do besides stare at a phone all day, you know, and get nothing done. So, uh, yeah, I feel like 23 days was good enough for me. Now I'm on a second half of, you know, my little fast uh, in which it's physical now. Um, I've been taking like some cleansing shit to like get all the bad toxins, all like uh, all this toxic waste that's in my body, get it out of me. Uh, because uh, as I told you guys, I've been watching a lot of YouTube. So I've been getting this ad, man. <laughs> and it's this guy, the products. Uh, I don't want to say the products. I'm not getting sponsored for this shit. But anyhow, he has a product and, uh, you know, it, it helps you get rid of it helps you cleanse your colon. Um, in the least amount of words. And I've seen this product every day. Every time I put, I watch a video on YouTube, there's that ad. And I've seen it and seen it and seen it. I decided to try it. Um, that's what I've been doing for the last uh, two weeks is trying this product. And it's helping. You know, it's definitely, I'm definitely losing and dropping water weight and getting everything that I need to get out of me. And I can actually think clearer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to take care of your gut. Uh, colon cancer is real. Uh, brain fog is real. Fatigue is real. You got to take care of your body. You know what I'm saying? You only have one. So definitely take care of it. And, you know, um, just learning a lot about myself, you know, at 30 years old, uh, I feel like a big ass kid. I've always tried to make an effort to take care of my body. But at 30, you know, you start to really feel uh, what's healthy, what's not healthy, unhealthy, uh, you know, you start to learn and uh, get a grasp on what you need to uh, get a grasp on. So, yeah, fasting, social media. Uh, we're just trying to take a break from that. But, you know, for, from here on out, you know, I'm going to try to stay consistent. Uh, again, I bring up Cade. Cade is a he's a friend of mine. He's become a close friend, you know, via podcasting. Um, and he's super consistent with his episodes. And I, I admire that, you know, like uh I'm not sure if I had any influence on him starting his show, but I admire that no matter what he'll post every week, he decided to uh, start posting, you know, solo episodes. If he can't uh, land a date for, you know, having a guest on, he'll post a solo episode. And this keeps his consistency alive. You know, with me, uh, I'd get discouraged. People would reschedule or I would have to reschedule. Um, and, you know, it, it fucked up my schedule. You know, to where I didn't want to post any episodes because I didn't have a guest. But now nah, you got to stay consistent because, I mean, as you guys know, uh, our attention span is shit. I think our the average attention span is like less than three seconds nowadays. That's a gold. That's what a goldfish's uh, attention span is. It's shit. So, you know, you have to stay consistent in order to keep people's attention. You know, you want to have them watching at all times. If that's what you want to do, uh, put out, create content and. Uh, promote your services and all that good stuff. So, yeah, man, um, I'm looking at my notes. Side hustles. That's another thing I've really been uh, big into. So I have a few side hustles. Uh, so my day to day, my uh, nine to five is hotels. I work uh, at a hotel, you know what I'm saying? And I just help, you know, with the hotel shit. So and I've been doing that for uh, say close to 10 years. So straight out of school, straight out of high school, um, I ran to Houston, Texas and 
you know, going to Houston, I didn't know anybody. Was a young kid. I needed a job, so I worked a few shitty jobs. I worked at an ice cream place. Um, I worked at uh, uh, like a salad bar restaurant where I was like a server, a waiter. Um, and in the midst of that job, you know, working at the salad place, I, you know, uh, gathered, made friends. And uh, one of the guys that worked there, he was a manager. His uh, godfather was actually like a big guy, big time manager over hotels, like a big chain. So uh, they, you know, appreciated my people skills, decided to put me in that field. And I've been in it for for years now. You know, I love people. Uh, I guess you could say a people pleaser, you know, because I enjoy people. I enjoy conversation. I enjoy making people laugh, smile, making them feel good as if they're sitting uh, on my couch in my own home. I like to make people feel welcome. And I think I get that trait from my mother. Uh, my mom and dad are both like that, but more so my my mother, that loving trait, loving and caring aspect. So, uh, yeah, that's what, you know, that's what I've been uh, into. But, you know, more on the side hustle side, because, uh, again, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit kicks in. Um, man, I, I do a lot of shit. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I work on cars uh, and I'm not a mechanic by any means. But, you know, I enjoy working on BMW and European cars, Japanese cars as well, but more so BMW. I feel like I can take them cars apart and put them back together in no time. So, um, you know, my brother and I started buying cars, whether it be from an auction or whether it be from marketplace. And, you know, we'll get them for fairly cheap. We'll work a deal and then we'll put some work into them and then we'll flip them. I remember the very first flip car we had, my brother got it. It was a uh, Camaro and he got it for cheap, you know, and he he's always been good at detailing cars and uh, doing little things to cars to make them look and sound good and also uh, just function well, you know, form and function. So um, he got a uh, Camaro and he, you know, did what he wanted to do to it and he ended up selling it and he made like double what he bought it for. So. Uh, just that alone, I feel like it kickstarted our uh, like side hustle car flipping business, you know. And here we are; we're over a hundred cars and flips. Um, I don't even know. I tried to write down one day the amount of cars we flipped, and I honestly can't even put a number on it. Um, there, there's been a lot of cars, all different types of cars. So, um, yeah, we uh, we we love doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like we really enjoy it, but. Uh, we want to open a business that's the focal point is more so along the li- lines of like accessories, whether it be window tent, detailing, uh, suspension. It'll be something along those lines. We haven't quite figured it out yet, but it will be something pertaining to a motor vehicle uh, and it will be fairly soon. So that's one of the side hustles, car flipping. Uh, another hustle I have is uh, Apple product. People love as much as people love BMW and Mercedes, people love uh, iPhones and MacBooks and stuff like that. So uh, I'm on I'm literally online all day scouting and looking for iPhones, unlocked phones, MacBooks and buying them wholesale. Uh, some of them need work, just like the cars. But, you know, I've learned how to rebuild these phones and these computers, uh, put them online and sell them. And I've had friends, you know, I have friends in Southeast Texas that helped me get rid of some of this stuff because they know my product is good. It's always good. And if there is something that's uh, flawed, that's flawed 
or you know that's faulty uh, I'd be more than willing to work with you maybe fix it um, stuff like that I did have this one encounter you know I like to share with everybody um, I had a buddy you know he bought a laptop from me I told him the specs all these things um, and he bought the laptop took it home I guess he decided you know out of nowhere he didn't like the damn laptop but you know it is what it is and at the end of the day you know I'm cool calm collected nice but I'm also a businessman. Like I gave you the specs. I gave you the rundown on everything you needed to know. I'm not giving a refund. You feel me? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. That's that's what it is. Like, it wasn't faulty. It ran properly. Uh, you knew the specs. Uh, it was actually a touchscreen, a nice laptop. So I'm not I'm sorry, but I can't help you. So uh, no hard feelings towards that guy. He knows who he is. But um, just, you know, for anybody in the future that would like to work with me, uh, you know, with, with any type of product, you know, especially electronics. Uh, if I know everything's up to speed, I'm not, you know, giving a refund. If you want refunds, then go to the Apple store or the Lenovo or uh, laptop store. You know what I'm saying? Like go to somewhere where you can get warranty and refunds. You know, I offer these things at particular prices because I don't have the means to give a warranty or, uh, you know, anything like that. So, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we got the car flipping business. I got the electronic business. Um, also, uh, running ads. So, what got me into running ads, like uh, Facebook ads and Google ads, is uh, this this thing called drop shipping. So, I'm sure some of you have seen it, like via YouTube. I remember uh, being at my mom's. I was at my mom's place at the time. And seeing this guy post this ad about uh, this about how he made, uh, I want to say the, the kid said he made a hundred thousand dollars, and he didn't even touch the product. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting there. And I'm like, okay, so I mean, this is a gimmick. This is some bullshit. But I clicked on it anyway. And what drop shipping is is whenever you set up like a, a website, say you want to sell headlights, you set up a website for headlights. And you use a an alternative site uh, such as Amazon, Alibaba, AliExpress, and you can find these headlights for just say fifty bucks. Uh, you take the pictures, all the information, and you put it on your website, and you upsell it for three hundred bucks. Now, how it works is when somebody orders something off your website because they see all these pictures and they the website looks or appears to be uh, legit, they they purchase from you for to say 300 bucks you then uh you can even automate it their information is then sent to that third-party site aliexpress alibaba and the product goes from china or wherever the hell it is straight to their home you know so you get the 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 up you get the uh the upsell if you will or you get the uh the markup so the you bought it for 50 you sold it for 300 you get 250 bucks you know and it's instantly in your bank account so my product was uh phone cases and it was uh it was called an anti-gravity phone case the back of it wasn't sticky but it had these like little bitty suction cups and make it at which would make it stick literally anywhere anywhere with a flat surface it's stick on so i was getting these phone cases for like a dollar uh mind you this is back in 2017 2018 i was getting these phone cases for like a dollar via aliexpress and I was marking them up to 20 bucks. And I mean, you could ask at the time, uh, 
I'm back with the girl that I was with now uh, at the time uh, or back then, rather, uh, I've, I sold. I can't even tell you how many phone cases I've, I sold of that product. It was over 100 for sure. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so just through drop shipping, you know, you make it make the site. They order from you. You get from AliExpress, whatever. They get their package. Now, how you go about marketing your website is uh, via Google ads and Facebook ads. You put an ad, you know, just demonstrating the product on a video. Um, and then you, you use Facebook ads to market it. Now, uh, just a little breakdown for the people that don't know how Facebook ads work. Uh, just say you Google jet ski and then you get on Facebook and you're scrolling. And you start seeing jet skis. That's not the government listening to you. That's people like me that know how to target you um, to promote whatever I'm selling. In this case, it was a phone case. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, so that that's how I marketed the product. And after, man, after hundreds of phone cases sold, I started to, and this was over a period of months. I think there was one month I made 12000 just off the fucking phone case, you know? And this is, like, in my sleep. Like, you can ask my girlfriend. Like, I'm in the middle of the night, my phone's ringing. New order, new order, new order from all over the world, uh, you know? And all you have to do is just make sure that the information is obtained or uh, sent to the third party site and the, the case is shipped out. It's, it's so easy. But, uh, you know, after X amount of months, I started to see a decline in product because, you know, other people, of course, I'm not the only person selling this phone case. Other people start catching on that this is a, a profitable product. You know what I'm saying? The margins are nice. So I started seeing a decline. Now, what happens is when you start seeing the decline is you can either get really creative on how to uh, spike your sales, uh, get your sales back up to where they need to be, or you can just sell the whole fucking store. And that's what I did. There's a website in which you could post your store on, you could share uh, your profits, uh, you could share, you know, everything you know about the product and sell the store. And that's exactly what I did. I had that store. It did really well. Um, but I sold, I ended up selling it to a kid and like, uh, I think he was in Germany or Norway or some shit. I sold him the entire store and you sell it through a certain website. I can't think of the name right now, but just so everything's secure. Um, I sold it to that kid for like 1500 bucks. My entire store just bam, gone. You know, now mind you, it cost me, the website was maybe $30. Uh, the, the monthly subscription was 30 bucks. The domain was a dollar. Um, the pictures and posting about the shit was free. Everything else was, you know, basically free. It cost me less than a hundred bucks to make this store and uh, get it running, you know, because you have to pay for the ads, but you're making that money back hand over fist. So the ads are damn near free. Once you train um, the Facebook pixel is what they call it. Once you train it on what you're looking for, who to target, it's, you know, it's senseless. Like it's so easy. So I ended up making like a $1,400 profit just off. Um, that one particular store um, for a while from 2017, 18 uh, until about the middle of 2019. Um, I did this, you know what I'm saying? I did that. I sold the store and then I made another store, you know, with a new product. It's a new year, new product, made it happen. You know what I'm saying? Same thing. Sold, 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 started to see a decline in the product, the sales, sold the store. You know, I did this like three or four times. Um, 
And uh, what I'm getting at is this is how I learned about Facebook ads and advertising, Google ads. Um, so after that, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it, looking into it. I'm like, so if I can promote my own stores and product like this, this fucking easy, I can promote physical businesses, you know, their products and services, whether it be in a small area like my home area, my hometown, or it be in a city like Houston. And then just charge them a monthly retainer, whether it be $250 to $1,000 just to run their ads because they're seeing such such a good ROI return on uh, investment that it makes perfect sense. And that's what I did. I started out small with chiropractors in Houston. Chiropractors I had a dentist, I had a real estate agent. Um, and what I would do is just charge them. I had like four clients at the time. I charged them $250 uh, a month each in retainer. So they pay me 250 a month. Each of them, four clients, that's a thousand dollars extra money. You know what I'm saying? So um, I, I just do that, and all I would do is just like look over the ads. They would also give me additional funds for uh, an ad budget or ad spend. They run a five to ten dollar a day ad. You know, they give me money for that. That never came out of my pocket. So I get creative on how and make ads for them, get them leads, get people in, um, and and work that way. And that's you know that's how I learned Facebook ads and. Um, I still do that a little bit on the side. Um, I, I feel like some people think the price, uh, my pricing is a, a bit costly, but it's only because I've invested so much time into this and I know what I'm doing. So I won't really budge. If it's a friend, I'll help you out a little bit. But again, I'm about business. I don't budge. Uh, I know my worth. So I don't I don't budge on, on things like that. You know, anything that uh, pertains to business, you know, my personal business, my time and efforts. Yeah, there's not much wiggle room. So uh, those are the side hustles, uh, cars, car flipping, uh, to electronic shit and uh, ads, you know, like running ads, advertising. So those, those are my three side hustles. They keep me really busy. You know, uh, eventually I'll have more. <laughs> you know, it's just fun. I, I feel like it's a uh, it's extra income. Sure. But it's also really fun uh, to do. I enjoy doing it. So it makes the day go by. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, just going back again, just a little bit, I have a lot of people, like a lot of my listeners are actually from my home area and I appreciate all the support. You know what I'm saying? I really do. You guys mean a lot, but for the people that are all over the world, cause we also have people in, 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 uh, the UK, Australia, uh, Tokyo, I have people all over that listen to the show, but the people that don't, don't know much about like who I am, um, you know, I'm just a 30 year old dude that's trying to make something happen. You know, I told you guys, like, I'm I'm an entrepreneur. I consider myself that. I feel like I've earned that title. Um, but also, uh, you know, since high school, I've always been on, on that in that realm, you know, just hustle, 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 hustle. You know, and there's uh, just to get a little personal back in high school, uh, I made some mistakes and it cost me. Uh, it, it, it costed me big, you know, to where I couldn't graduate with my class actually had to settle for a, uh, a GED, you know, and that it, it hurt initially, you know, I couldn't graduate with friends, but I feel like it was just a piece of my story. Um, you know, it's just, a, you know, it's something that you, you have to grow and live and learn, uh, grow from, you know, so, uh, yeah, again, you know, it really, it fucked me up initially because I really wanted to walk with my friends, you know, you grow up with these people your entire life, you know, you expect to uh, 
leave school with these people, you know, and then go off and start families and shit and go to reunions. Uh, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen that way for me. You know, I ended up moving off to Houston, getting a GED, uh, meeting new people, new friends. You know what I'm saying? I've always had this. Uh, I, I was always and I'm, I'm still I'm always for the people, you know, which I want to see people do well. I tell people younger than me, you know, kids will stop me. They'll see me in one of my cars, you know, and they'll say, man, damn, it's a cool car, man. I hope I can get something like that. Uh, when I get older, you know, I'm like, yo, you have like air in your lungs and you have blood in your veins. You can do whatever you put your mind to. You know, that's what kids need to realize uh, is you can do whatever it is. Don't don't allow anybody to tell you, you know, you can't you know, or that you're, you're weird or you, you talk different or you dress different or that's not cool or that's lame. Fuck all of that. Like if you, if you like genuinely enjoy it and it feels good to you, then follow that shit. Like it doesn't matter because at the end of, end of the day, you know, they're, whoever's hating on you or going behind your back and they're doing the same thing or they're at least trying it. The difference is, is you took the risk and you're doing it in public you know, and some people are afraid to because they're afraid to be judged. But, you know, uh, again, like just be a daredevil. Take a risk. Like if you, you know, you, you think you want to rap, but you also really enjoy uh, helping animals and uh, keeping them alive or, you know, being a vet, something like that. Then follow the dream of being a vet. You know, don't just go out and rap because, you know, it seems like the cool thing to do or vice versa. You know, if you're going to school to be a veterinarian because, you know, you think it's practical, your parents are telling you to do that because they know you love animals, but you really want to rap, then, you know, cool. Sure. You know, I, I love animals as well. But if you honestly think you're like, you know, you're more confident in that field of entertainment, follow that fucking dream by all means. I'll be the first to tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. Do not allow anybody's opinion of you, like dictate your life. Like they have, they don't pay your bills at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So do whatever it is you love, you know? And I can't, I honestly can't stress, stress that enough. You know, you know, I know I'm all over the fucking, all over the place in this episode, but, uh, you know, I'm having fun with it. So fuck it. <laughs> uh, plans for the show. Honestly, uh, I want to, again, we want to convert to video. Uh, I really want to get into video and having a nice uh, setup. Uh, you know, right now we're recording out of a, a studio in Beaumont. Uh, I want to eventually record out of a studio in Houston with a really nice setup and uh, go video, have bigger guests, have my friends come on and we just shoot the shit. I really enjoy this. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a lot of fun, but we're also going to, I'm going to start doing vlogs for, uh, our car stuff from my brother and I's car, you know, shenanigans. We're going to start doing uh, do it yourself vlogs or type videos, but also vlogs where we go to car meets, we do mods on our own builds, uh, all kinds of shit like that. So we're just we're taking uh, the next step in content creation, and that's video for us. You know, uh, you guys will see uh, bigger, bigger guests come on people that you enjoy hearing from or people that, you know, you're probably interested in because I know I'm sure as hell are interested in them, you know, rappers, uh, athletes, um, doctors, all kinds of people. You know, I have a lot of people lined up. Um, 
and I think it'll be uh we'll have we'll make for good content. Every episode will be good. You know, I appreciate all the feedback and everything, all the positive things people are saying. I haven't had anybody say anything negative about the show. And I appreciate it, you know, because coming into it, this was honestly just like a hobby. Um, you know, the show started during quarantine. So uh, as I stated before, you know, I work with hotels. I was actually staying at one of the hotels I was working with and I was sitting in the room watching CNN and watch the the little counter when they had the COVID deaths go just going crazy. Um, I'm sitting there and, you know, I'm scrolling through Facebook. And I started thinking about a really close buddy of mine. Like we became friends through a high school job. Um, he had a similar mentality, man. His uh, his name is Nick Jones. Um, super super smart guy. Like at the time, uh, we were young, so we were both like a bit lost. Uh, you know, we'd go do stupid shit. But uh, he was a really intelligent dude, man. And you know, I decided like, man, damn, let me see what my boy's up to. Um, I gave him a call, and I was like, look, bro, I'm gonna record this phone call. Um, I'm thinking about dropping an episode. He's always been super encouraging, too. So, uh, you know, we recorded the episode. He taught me a lot about uh, uh, this was during the time of the first stimulus and taxes and all that shit. So he taught me a lot about that. And, you know, I cleaned it up a little bit. I had like a shitty Android phone at the time. My uh, iPhone had broken. So I was using a shitty phone, but I recorded it on that shitty little phone, uh, cleaned it up, edited it and put it out. And the response was great. You know, I didn't think anybody really cared, uh, you know, to listen to anything, you know, I had to say, uh, you know, via podcast or whatever it may be. But honestly, a lot of people did. So we continued on with it. You know, then I had a buddy uh, come on and help me. He was he's really uh, he's tech savvy with audio and stuff like that. So he came on and, um, you know, he, he'd give me pointers and he helped me. Uh, even provided some uh, hardware for me to uh, record with. Uh, shouts out to Junior, uh, you know, and just kept it going. And it's been great. Honestly, uh, I've always been one of those people that have always tried to do or stick my neck out and do something before a lot of other people's do. Now with podcasting, it's so popular now. You know, you can thank people like Joe Rogan and all these other guys. It's so popular now that it seems like everyone has one. But what's so interesting, what's so cool about it is everyone also has a different perspective or a different story. So in this field, like legitimately, everybody can have a podcast because we all have different opinions, you know, and it's not every day we go out and get to express these opinions to friends and family and people that we care about and also people that just might need to hear it. You know, one day I'll have a rapper on the next day I'll have a doctor on or a motivational speaker. Uh, maybe you need to hear, you know, or just gra grasp uh, something that's in one of these episodes. So that was the biggest thing. And also education. Like, I love learning. So, um, you know, I learn in each episode. And just shooting the shit with friends is always fun, too. So, yeah, man. So that, yeah, those are the next steps for for uh, brewing bullshit. You know, like that, that. Those are the next steps. It's going video. Um, and just taking it up a notch, you know, just making the, the audio better, uh, more guests, uh, more consistency, um, and just like a better overall quality show, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Honestly, you know, I'm sorry if I was all over the place because, you know, uh, we're, we're learning, you know, I'm a, I'll be doing I'll probably be doing more solo episodes in the future. 
I don't know if it'll be next week or anytime soon, but it'll definitely happen in the future. You know, I enjoyed this. Um, you know, I enjoyed talking just period, you know, whether it be in a damn microphone to myself or to someone across the table from me, you know, I enjoy people, man. If you guys have any, uh, input or opinions or questions or concerns, uh, feel free to comment or shoot me a message, shoot me a text, uh, a direct message, anything like that, you know, whatever, whatever, man, I'm, I'm open to any ideas, all that stuff. I'm always open. So I appreciate you guys' support. And until next time, everybody, peace.